Good morning, everyone. Who has enjoyed this morning? Thank you, kids. You did an awesome job. Can we give them another round of applause? We are so thankful. We are a church that loves kids. And kids, look at me, look at me. Kids, we love you. We love seeing what God's doing in your life. So thank you for all your work in preparing for today. Kids, I want to know who here is looking forward to Christmas? Louder, who's looking forward to Christmas? Great. Tell me as well, who here finds it really, really hard to wait for Christmas to come? Tell me, who here, the night before Christmas, hardly gets any sleep because you're just so excited? Yeah, parents are like, yeah, yeah, that happens, doesn't it? Christmas is really exciting. Now, we've got about 17 days left until it's Christmas time. That's not too bad, is it? But I'm wondering, have you ever had to wait a really, really, really long time for something? Like a really, really, really long time. Yeah, like maybe a few months or maybe even a few years or maybe if you're a grown-up, maybe many, many years. Waiting can be really, really hard, can't it? Especially when we're not sure when the thing that we're waiting for is actually going to happen. Or it's even harder when you're not sure if the thing that you are waiting for is ever going to happen. Well, the Bible tells a story about a people who were waiting. These people were God's people. And these people, listen to this, they were waiting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years for something incredibly special to happen. Lots of people spent their whole lives waiting for this to happen. Watching and waiting, hoping and believing in a very, very special promise that God had made. And do you know what? These people's lives depended on this promise. Because like you and me, these people actually had a very big problem. And they needed somebody to rescue them from it. A big problem? You might be wondering, what? What are you talking about? I've got lots of problems, but I don't have a big problem that I need somebody to rescue me from. Well, to understand the big problem that people face, we actually need to understand a few things about God. You see, God, who has made the whole world, all the plants, all the animals, all the people, he is actually a holy God. In the Bible, in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 3, we read these words. It says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Lord of hosts. 
The whole earth is full of his glory. Has anyone heard of the word holy before? The kinder kids have. I know you have. You know, it's, yeah, we hear about it. And you know what? The word holy is one of these words that comes up a lot in the songs that we sing at Christmas because we're talking about the fact that we have a holy God. But what does that mean? Why is that a problem for people? Well, God's holiness actually makes him different and set apart from people. God alone is perfectly pure and sacred and uniquely special. And in the Bible, it actually says in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 2, there is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one besides you. And we know that's true. Because are people holy? We certainly are not holy. We are not pure all the time. We are not perfect all the time. And the Bible actually says our hearts are full of sin. We want to live our lives our own way, not God's way. And because of this, we cannot be with God. We are actually separated from God. God's holiness is a wonderful, magnificent thing. But it's a big problem for people and for us who are not holy and who cannot be in God's presence. We've been created to be with God. He's made us. He loves us. He cares about us. But our sin has placed an impassable distance between us and God. And God's holiness cannot tolerate our sin and our uncleanness. We are left instead to face the consequences of our sin which is death and forever being separated from God. So, do you know what God's people did? Are you ready for this? Do you know what they did? God's people tried really, really hard to follow all of the laws that God had given them to live a holy life. They tried to follow his ways. They tried to serve him. They tried to do what he said. But guess what? They couldn't do it. They couldn't follow all of God's laws all of the time, all of the day, every day. The good news is that God already knew this. He already knew that his holy law was never going to save his people. He knew they needed a perfect saviour. And he promised his people that a saviour would come. He promised them that a saviour would be born as a baby in Bethlehem. And he promised them that this saviour would live the perfect, holy life that they couldn't live. And do you know what else? He promised them that this saviour would defeat sin and death and rescue them once and for all. And so do you know what? Do you know what God's people did? They waited and they waited and they waited and waited hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And they waited and they watched and they hoped and they believed and they wondered when this Savior would arrive. And do you know what? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years went past. Can you work out who they were waiting for? Who was it 
It was Jesus, yes. And Christmas is so exciting because guess what? Jesus finally came. Can you say yay? Jesus finally came. He finally came. And Christmas is a time where we celebrate that. Our Saviour had come after hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of waiting. He had arrived. And do you know what? When Jesus came, he lived the perfect, sinless, holy life that we couldn't live. And do you know what? Then he took our place and he died the death that we deserved. And he took the punishment for our sins. But guess what? He didn't stay dead. No, he rose again and he came to life in victory and power and he defeated sin and death and he made a way for all of us to have our sin forgiven, for us to be made clean and to be made holy like God. So guess what? Now everyone who believes and has faith in God and what he has done through Jesus can come freely to God and be with God forever. Can you say forever? Forever. That's amazing. This is really good news. Can you see why Christmas is so exciting? Can you imagine what it would have been like to see the very, very, very old promise of God actually come true? Do you know what? If Jesus didn't come, we would still be helpless in our sin facing death and forever without God. But instead, guess what? Jesus has come. He died and he has risen again so that all who believe in him will not die but can have life forever with God. Don't you think this was a promise worth waiting for? And this is definitely a promise worth celebrating. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Let's pray together. Lord God, thank you for Jesus. We are so grateful for your gift of him and that you are a promise-keeping God and that your promise to send a saviour came true and was fulfilled in Jesus. Lord, there might be people here today who are hearing this for the first time who are questioning whether this is true. Lord, will you meet them in their hearts? Lord, will you show yourself to them? And Lord, may they be willing and welcome to ask questions and consider what you have claimed in Jesus. Lord, for all of us who follow you and love you, we pray that we would know how precious this promise is. Lord, and we thank you that we have a new, very special promise to wait for. The promise that Jesus is coming back. He's going to come back one day. And I pray that we would wait faithfully, hopefully, believing in you and living for you in the life that we have now. I pray that this time of Christmas will be a time of great celebration and joy in the gift you have given your people in Jesus. In your wonderful name, we all said, Amen.